this week on Androids and Aliens. The surviving crew has more questions than answers. What puzzles me is the reason behind this attack. I cannot help but wonder whether all is as it seems. And for some, turning back is not an option. I think it would be best if we make no efforts to communicate with anyone on Akiton. That might draw unneeded attention. Don't worry, Mochuba. I'm never going back to Akiton. There's nothing for me there but death. So they seek help from an obvious source. Welcome to the Starfinder Society. What's your business with us? (laughs) But when diplomacy fails... You hear a crash. One of the tables gets upturned and laser pistols are drawn. What? Max sets the record straight. And I'll do the talking and you do the looking. Okay, so you're my <laughs> pimp, for lack of a better word. <laughs> you're my bottom bitch. <laughs> the adventure continues. So you guys all, all, all show up heavily armed and heavily perfumed. <laughs> uh, no. Episode one of Androids and Aliens, we took a little peek into the minds of these characters. We got to see a little cryptic glimpse into their past. Some of them, their distant pasts. Others, uh, maybe a more recent. Who knows? Episode two is what uh, writers like Matthew would refer to as Matthew. Episode two. Episode two. No. <laughs> an inciting oh, incident. just like Star Wars. Oh, okay. Sure. It's an inciting incident. Something happens that you didn't expect that kicks everything into gear. Oh. A lot of combat. Oh, it's in full gear. Oh, it is in full That really got out of hand. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I assume I'm going to prison. <laughs> we killed several people. Like it's our first time here. We killed like four people. You just arrived at the Absalom station we don't and even murdered who... five people. We don't Dax, know who they are. Dex shot a guy with a cannon. Yeah. <laughs> I saw that. I saw that. <laughs> Dex, we mean to speak to you yeah. about this. <laughs> You're probably wanted for murder. <laughs> now, I feel like episode three here, this is going to be the real make or break app. People can be like, do I want to continue to listen to this crap? Do I care about these characters? Are we going to keep Ellie on the show? I mean, yeah. it's really hit or miss. I'll tell you right now, you're walking on a thin wire. Oh, Man, I knew it. I but, knew it. <laughs> if it's any consolation, Joe's been walking on a thin wire for the past three years. So you'll probably be fine. Troy's fired me at least four times. <laughs> Over just, 150 episodes on that wire. He has his, uh, he has his fits of peak. We're all kind of like Billy Martin. It's all about like a Billy Martin, George Steinbrenner equation. Oh, man. I can't stay mad. Two men, I don't know who they are. Exactly. Exactly. So that should be reassuring, right? Yeah. Uh, well, we just lost George Steinbrenner as a listener. Thanks a lot, Ellie. Fired. Oh, no. Role-playing games and sports fans. They go to bed together like chocolate and orange juice. Yeah. That's our target market. Um, well. Toothpaste and mangoes. We- <laughs> <laughs> we have to figure out what is going on. Let me ask you this. Before we jump into this uh, obvious uh, situation where you're all going to be hauled off to prison, uh, what, what are some key things that you need to remember from that just really hectic battle? 
Any sort of things that stick out. It was confusing. It was, it was very confusing. It was, it was confusing, but it was very clear that it was two sides fighting against each other and that didn't necessarily have anything to do with the people at the station, right? Like like the other civilians at the station. Yeah. The other civilians certainly seemed... Uh, Surprised. Surprised as well. They were running Like it was cover. not a terrorist attack in that sense. Mm. Were there any civilian casualties other than uh, our... Dwarven friend, Dorovar Creel. Were there any other random shots that killed innocent people that we saw? Uh, you don't see any other uh, bodies. Okay. But oh, they did shoot God. at us. Yes, they did shoot at you. And sometimes Bef- without being shot at. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So they shot at us before we took any shots at them. Oh, right. <laughs> so we might have actually... Oh, yeah. no, were no, we no. wearing anything that indicated we were recruits of the Starfinder Society? No. You had weapons on you, whereas yeah. the other people were just like coming from the mall. Right. And so when stuff broke <laughs> out, <laughs> these gap bags, they just, yeah, they were gap large bags, brown bags, large brown bags, yeah. <laughs> cedar citizens on a daily stroll, having brunch, orange Julius in one hand, a couple in uh, track suits just walking quickly. <laughs> they were all. I was Fresco was just taking loops to get samples from the teriyaki guy. <laughs> <laughs> a mall cop on a Segway. <laughs> I gotta get out of here. Which way do I lead? Oh man. Uh, yeah. No. So when the gun fire started most of the civilians or, or all of them started bolting whereas you guys just stayed there and <laughs> took up arms what a bunch of idiots oh, <laughs> so yeah were they just standing frozen just like what the hell's going on what wait, is going on so did they were they targeting our contact is that what we did they today well that was one of the that was one of the first shots and yeah. i don't think it was a stray shot at least that's what i thought as a character that it was intentionally Please. killing him like it certainly is not clear but yeah. you are uh you're right to be suspicious, mm-hmm. you know, but now five of the members of this six man operation are dead and one got away. Yeah. And, now, and the other operation, they're all dead. One. Yeah. One side completely dead. Yeah. The other side, uh, the side with the uh, crown, the stylized crown on it, all three of them are dead. Uh, two of the other ones are dead and one got off. And we did know what that crown wa- was? Nope. Or we, we didn't. You just, okay. you were looking for any sort of insignia. And uh, what that's was the insignia uh, for the other guys? Uh, I don't think you we saw didn't. anything. Okay. I feel like we didn't. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, amidst all of this, emergency medical services come rolling in to start dealing with the dead, including your friend or someone you're about to meet, Duravor Creel, to talk about joining the Starfinder Society. Uh, he was going to be your contact. But now these cops, security personnel, are like, they've rounded you up. What is going on here? And he points to each of you. Huh? <laughs> you right. lady, you. Yeah, well, What's going so on with you? Mac, Mac confidently walks up and being like, well, uh, this is a very embarrassing incident for the station, obviously. But if it hadn't been for the people here, this incident would have turned into the catastrophe for everyone. <laughs> what do you mean if it wasn't for the people here? The, the four ladies and gentlemen that are standing around me. <laughs> one of them is an android. And one of them is a Lashunta, and one of them is a um, reptile. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> Matthew's face. I, I, uh, um, uh, uh, and then moving on, one of them is a mouse man. And it's <laughs> Doctor Friss is still is, is, he's thrown his pistol to the ground. He's still got his hands behind his head, <laughs> waiting to be taken in. Well, I can see who all of you are, but what do you mean you uh, had nothing to do with this? You were responsible we, for stopping this, sir. Sir, we were being attacked. You, you were, being, were being attacked. Yes. Where are you uh, from? Well. 
I came here to meet up with the Starfinder Society uh, on a new adventure. Is all I. It's all I know. I was coming from. Uh, oh. I live here. <laughs> I see. <laughs> Very suspicious. Are you sure? <laughs> That's not going to hold up. That's not <laughs> Ask anyone. Yeah. Uh, I'm so well you're regarded ret- in the community. <laughs> Returning home to join up with the Starfinder Society. And what about you? I am also tasked with joining the Starfinder Society. I have been hired as a pilot for their operations. I recently arrived from the diaspora, and he has set down his cannon of a gun and has, has his hands up in the air and he's like the contact I was meant to meet Dorovar Creel was murdered as we exited the vehicle it was my instinct that our lives were threatened what about you young lady what's your story I am simply a traveler enjoying my freedom and my name is Meishan Vanya it's a pleasure to meet you as I'm sure it's a pleasure for you to meet me. What was your <laughs> name? I didn't catch it. Mm. Sergeant O'Leary. <laughs> Sergeant he O'Leary. sounds like an O'Leary. <laughs> Sergeant O'Leary. All right, nothing to see here. I'm a good cop. <laughs> I'm a good cop. <laughs> You're a loose cannon, O'Leary. <laughs> <laughs> Two days away from retirement. <laughs> Getting too old for this shit. Uh, all right, so... You're creepy. What about you, <laughs> lizard person? I'm here for the same reason. But look at our friend. He took a single laser bolt in the neck. You think that wasn't on purpose? Well, there was a lot going on here in the crossfire. But what about you, mouse man? I am... My name is Dr. Friss. I'm not resisting. I'm cooperating. <laughs> I'm unarmed. My pistol is over there. I'm, I'm cooperating. May I put my hands down so I might show you my ID? No. Keep them up. All right. <laughs> you skin, not Doctor Frizz. Oh. <laughs> Sergeant, oh, thank you. Sergeant, may, yes. May I ask, are we under arrest? Ooh. I don't know yet. Huh. I need to see what the situation is. Talk to some other witnesses. But let me get this straight: you came here to meet this uh, now deceased dwarf. Hmm. To join the Starfinder Society. Assassinated dwarf. Thank you very much. Assassinated. Allegedly assassinated. And uh, and then this uh, shootout took place. And you joined in to stop it from happening. But now there are five people dead at your hands or at each other's hands. Oh, pardon me, Sergeant O'Leary. I do believe that before we are formally questioned, we would have access to an attorney. That is true. Uh... I don't know if that's true or not. Hold on! (laughs) (laughs) Am I being detained? Am I being detained? (laughs) Am I free to go? (laughs) He comes back and he's like, Uh, no. No, I don't think you're being arrested. Uh, The other cop over there says the uh, witnesses say you had nothing to do with this. Yes. Uh, (laughs) So you sound like you're in the clear. Um, May I ask you, yeah. are you familiar with this symbol? And he shows the, the maybe the body on the ground has the, the symbol of the stylized crown on it. Oh, yeah. Let's say uh, the Downside Kings. They're a gang in Lower Absalom Station. So, okay. So you are familiar of these two gangs who clearly is responsible for what happened today. Yeah, it looks like two warring gangs, and we just wanted to make sure that you weren't a part of this as well. But it seems I, like uh, your story checks out. Can I do a culture check to see if I know the downside games? Yeah, uh, yeah me ahead. too. Um, Natural one. 25. 20. 
Six. 24. Uh, 25. So, Mac, you don't know anything about them. Never heard of them. Uh, Dr. Friss, you have heard of them, but only in, like, passing circles. You don't know uh, a whole lot about them. You know that they're a pretty brutal street gang uh, that controls several d- decks of Absalom Station's lower levels, also known as Downsize. Spy. And they control that whole area through a combination of intimidation and violence. They're known to engage in a wide variety of illegal activities from extortion, fraud, robbery, smuggling, theft, to drugs and arm trafficking, kidnapping, murder for hire, and even trafficking in sentient species. Mm. Wow. I mean, it sounds like Dr. Friss has been investigating them for quite some time. (laughs) (laughs) You feel like you should know more about them, but they keep such a low profile like you only know that when you hear about the Downside Kings, you stay away. I've definitely heard about the Downside Kings, but they they tend to keep a low profile. Sergeant O'Leary. I do like though that they seem to be like West Side Story, like they're all in a club, like all have like patches on their jackets and stuff. That's they're, pretty cool. They're a proud gang. Yeah. <laughs> and it's a love story somewhere. Sar- <laughs> Sergeant O'Leary. That's Sergeant O'Leary to you. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Sergeant O'Leary. That's better. It seems that we may have done you a favor by helping incapacitate these members of the gang, hmm. and perhaps we could do some additional investigation on your behalf if there's any. Bounties or any other rewards in it for us? No, that's a good point. You know the old joke. What do you call two dead uh, downside kings? What's that? A good start. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll tell you one thing. Uh, having less dead bodies here on Dock 94 would have been an even better start. Don't press your luck, little lady. You're lucky we're not taking you in for further questioning. Who are you calling little? <laughs> big lady. <laughs> Who are you calling big? <laughs> lady. I'm a boy. <laughs> uh, another uh, cop comes over and is like, we, 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 we searched the body of the dwarf and, and all we found was his uh, comm unit. He didn't seem to have anything on it. Um, He's unarmed? He was unarmed. Oh. He was unarmed. And he, gave, he gives the comm unit to Sergeant O'Leary and O'Leary's like, uh, let's see what we got here. Oh, all right. So which one of you is uh, Mac? That would be me. McCullen. All right. That checks out. And uh, Kreska, that would be you, the lizard lady, right? That would be me. Vesk, okay. And um, Meshun, that would be you, the Lashunta. He's got a a name and description of all of you. Dr. Friss? Yeah, that is Dr. Friss. All right. And you would be uh, distribution android X19? Dax, if you please. Dax. All right. And which, which one of you is Chizkisk? I'm sorry, I'm unfamiliar with that name. It says Chizkisk here and has a, an address. Does it have a race or description of any kind? No, it's just... Uh, the android is racist? It just says uh, Chizkisk, <laughs> and the address points to the uh, Lorespire complex. No I'm not looking for him if he's Kasatha. <laughs> <laughs> no profiling. <laughs> Chizkisk. Located at the Lorespire complex. That was all that he had on here, but it was mixed in with your names. Can I do a culture check on Lorespire? Yeah. Me too. Me too. Natural one. Nailed it. Natural one again. Oh, oh wow. 16. 16. All right, Dr. Friss. Very knowledgeable. Hmm. Knows about gangs and knows about the Lorespire complex. Uh, Chizkisk is a pretty high-ranking Starfinder on Absalom Station, and the Lorespire complex is the Starfinder Society's headquarters... On the station. Yeah, pardon me, Sergeant, uh, if I may be allowed to speak. 
Uh, no. Kiss Kiss. Oh, well, never mind. That. All right, now you're allowed. <laughs> Cheese Kiss is a high-ranking member of the Pathfinder Society, and that is, seems to be where her office will the be. The Pathfinder Society hasn't been around for a long time. I mean, uh, Starfinder <laughs> Star Society. Starfinder oh, oh, Society. Oh, Starfinder Society. Yeah, that's yeah. <laughs> Now, sorry, I've been reading so much ancient history lately, it's just kind of seeped into my brain. Perhaps we should return the body to the Starfinder Society. They no, will we'll be taking care of all of the bodies. I think you've done enough here, but you can go on your way. May I ask, before we leave, was there any previous evidence that the Downside Kings had a enemy, had enemies within the Starfinder society? No. No, they, uh, they usually keep to themselves. We know about them, but uh, as your doctor said here, they keep a pretty low profile. They're bad news. This doesn't surprise me. For them to do this out in the open here, up on Dock 94, does seem a little strange. Uh, I don't know if it had anything to do with this other group, or your dwarf friend, or you. Uh, but that will uh, that will be left to us to figure that out. Just to be clear, so it's it's two gangs fighting each other, and even the person who got away was that from a different gang, or is it one gang fight having some sort of quarrel? Someone got away. Yes. Oh, you didn't know? Yes. No, no, no. There were, so there were six of them, and one got away. Yes. Oh, great. We were trying to, to hunt, or I wasn't trying to hunt anyone down. <laughs> I was trying to detain him, but he was too fast for me. Well, I would have liked if you detained one of these dead bodies, but... Yeah, it seems like there were two different gangs. You got the Downside Kings, and we don't know who this other gang is. Could we p- perhaps look at the bodies? I don't think that will be happening. Go on your way before I change my mind. Right. Yes, officer. He picks up his uh, cannon. Thank you, officer. Yeah. Straps it to his back. Uh, street legal. <laughs> Frisk grabs his pistol up off the ground. This is a very lax kind of <laughs> law enforcement <laughs> here at the station. So well, three to go. Okay. Yeah. yeah, it's not too uncommon to have people walking around yeah. with uh, heavy artillery. We're gonna walk. <laughs> we're, we're gonna walk past a saloon with a player piano that's like all floating in air because it's spaced. <laughs> no, Mac. Mac uh, gives the sergeant a little wink. Thank Ooh. you. <laughs> Nice. All right, then. <laughs> Troy is super uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> is Good there a day. Mrs. Sergeant over there? <laughs> uh, all right. So he lets you go. Obviously, you came here to meet with Durabur Creel, who is now dead. He's not giving you any access to the body, not mm-hmm. giving you any access to the other bodies that you uh, murdered. Um, <laughs> but you do have some information. You had, he had all of your names and descriptions in his personal comm unit, along with the name of Chizkisk, a high-ranking Starfinder Society official located in the Lorespire complex. You know that one of the gangs, the gang with the stylized crown, was the Downside Kings. Dr. Friss knows enough about them to know that they're bad news, but finding out any more information about them might prove difficult. Now, the way culture checks works, you can use a culture check to recall knowledge. You can also use a computer's check to uh, access like a, an infosphere at a public, public terminal. And if you successfully succeed on your computer's check, you can take 20 to recall knowledge. Oh, cool. You can also go around and use diplomacy to find out information because sometimes taking 20 isn't going to give you all the information you need, so it's a risk. Taking 20, you might do better using diplomacy or intimidation to find out more information. Um, But right now, you're left kind of out in the lurch with just a couple bits of information. Were you a target of this or were you in the wrong place at the wrong time? I have a, a question the shuttle that we came in on, yes. was that a Starfinder Society shuttle? Or is it I think kind it of a... shocking that 
uh, not shocking, like, oh, dear God, but like, is it a surprise that each of these people that we're surrounded by were all in that com link, like to each of us? You know, because, I mean, would each of us have thought we were the one person meeting the dwarf that day on the thing? Or was it like everyone on the shuttle was going to the dwarf and every, we all knew that? No, no. Orientation not, day. Yeah, I mean, there were other people that got off the shuttle and took off when the, the gunfire uh, started So there was blasting. no way for yeah. us to know in the shuttle that we were going to Starfinder Society. No, but now you all know that each of you was there for the same reason. And right. you're only finding this out right now from Sergeant O'Leary. Um. So yeah, you are just standing there, and you're you know you kind of move away from Dock ninety four to a another more open area. What do you guys talk about? Um, so Doctor Friss, like he goes over to Mason, and he's like gestures at here, bend down, let me take a look. And Mason takes a knee. All right, and he takes a look at the uh, scar of the surgery that he performed on her. He says, uh, "Well, that seems to be healing quite well. That seems to be healing quite well, Mochuma." It is a shame that the dampeners could not be removed in a more cosmetic manner. I, I fear that people are already looking at my antennae at all times, but in time, they will heal, and I thank you for your, your kind work, good well, doctor. as you know, I was quite limited in my facilities at the time. If I get some better equipment, maybe I can take another pass at that. Well, thank you, doctor, but I, I must assure you, I, I know you were suspicious of me at the beginning of the battle. I... I had nothing to do with these downsides. You've got to games. admit, this is a strange coincidence it, that you show up here now. It is. I don't wish to entangle you in the web in which I am currently stuck. No. And that goes for all of you, and he points at like everybody. He says that you all strike me as trouble magnets. Hmm. I get enough trouble on my own. You keep a low profile. You keep you, anything you got coming, you keep it away from me. It is my intention to stay completely off the radar. Yeah. Yes. What about you? What about you, Iguana? I don't exist. Talk to me about <laughs> later. What's she about smoke bombing? <laughs> What's about the hairless ape? Oh. What you got to say? Huh? <laughs> oh. How now? How now, brown cow? <laughs> <laughs> He's a rat, not a cow. <laughs> no, I mean, I'm... I'm you got a, anyone I'm, coming I'm after a, you that would take a shot at me? I'm a well-respected diplomat. I, I, I don't dally with these terrible, terrible gang fights. This has nothing to do with me. I was just, I was just excited for a new job. Offer. All right. I'm just saying, I'm not putting my neck out for any of you. And if any of you get anything trouble come my way, it come right back at you. Yeah, you can okay? keep, you can keep that tiny neck to yourself if you want to. All right, Mojuma. Your actions betray your words, Doctor. And uh, you stuck your neck out pretty far for the dwarf. Well he got shot to the neck. <laughs> Therein right. lies our confusion. <laughs> and and May Shun's antenna activate and she enters uh Doctor Friss's brain psychically. And Ooh. says, Ooh. Dr. Friss, is it all right if I converse with you through your mind? If you do not provide consent, I will speak to you with my voice. Uh, he's like, it's a little uncomfortable. Can I roll? I'm assuming you're using telepathic message. Uh, yes. I can roll a perception check to hear. <gasps> oh. Actually, we all can. Okay. I, limited, limited telepathy. I fail. Okay. Sick. <laughs> What we all can okay. If you succeed on DC twenty five perception check, you also hear it. Nope. Nope. Ten. 
says, uh, I'll keep it quick. I don't like anyone in my head but me. Nor do I. I, I assure you uh, that's part of why I uh, appreciate your services so much. As you know, um, I was caught in a bit of a pickle back on Actian, but I think it would be best if we make uh, no efforts to communicate with anyone on Akitan, or Castrovel for that matter. That might draw unneeded attention to both of us. Don't worry, Mochuba. I'm never going back to Akiton. There's nothing for me there but death. All right, good. Well, I'm sure we'll keep a low profile, and I'll leave your thoughts to yourself now. Thank you. Thank you, Chuba. So wait, is his conversation as the rat folk in his mind, and you hear it in his yeah, mind? Okay. Yeah. You can respond telepathically. So we've all just been for about... 15 to 20 seconds just watching them standing look at in each silence other. like mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> awkward it's like when you watch a sitcom and like everyone pauses for the laughter oh. it's like imagining that there's no laughter like everyone's just standing awkwardly like <laughs> waiting for someone to talk like that's how I would picture that yeah um, but Dr. Fritz says that, well listen I want to know why these people were gunning for us and I, I intend to find out what's going on. I want to go to the Pathfinder Society. I'm going to take this meeting. Starfinder Starfinder Society. Starfinder Society. (laughs) (laughs) I'm Uh, with the rat. (laughs) Um, Yes, no, I do think that sounds like a good idea, but to to get to the bottom of this. Hmm. Dax is going to turn to Mac and say, like you, I took this opportunity for what it was, a job, something I need very much. And the dwarf was someone I felt I could speak with. Unfortunately, I do not speak well to humans, and you seem to be excellent at it, and say you are a diplomat. I am, I am, and don't worry, Android, you do seem like a very good, very good conversationalist. Well, I appreciate that, but if it's all the same to you, I would appreciate it if I could go with you and you could speak on my behalf, perhaps. I need to keep this job. Absolutely, of course. (laughs) Was anyone hurt back there? Oh, yeah, I some... seem to be undamaged. I was hurt. <laughs> Kreska and Friska, pretty messed up. Yeah. They're both into your HP, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, so no. I'll use a resolve point to recover my, my stamina, but... Uh, me too. That's Would your you second like... resolve point of the day, um, right? Yeah. yeah. And I'm going to take... Let me take a look. And oh. I take a, a med kit to her um, wounds. I can, oh, also, cool. I can heal myself. But I, I was, was going to offer to heal you. Oh, okay. Well, I break out the med kit and then... How many resolve points do you have for the day? Four. 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 Let's talk about resolve points. This is a new uh, concept in, in Starfinder. Obviously, we discussed last week's stamina points and hit points. Skid, take it away. <laughs> Tell me about stamina. I mean, resolve points. So resolve points are uh, everyone gets a certain number per day. They're based on your the bonus from your primary class ability score. And you can use one of them if you have a 10-minute break after a combat to recover all of your, um, uh, uh, all of your stamina points. Mm-hmm. You can also use one to stabilize yourself uh, if, you're, if you go down uh, from hit point loss. Um, and uh, what are some other uses? You can also burn them to like do cool things once yeah. in a while. There's yep. certain, uh, I have an ability that abilities, I can yeah. spend it. Like I did in the battle, I can spend it to use share pain. But they're super precious. Am I correct that like if you are uh, if you go down to zero HP, I think if you have at least one resolve point left, you can stay alive. Yeah. But if you have no resolve points you're left, dead. You're, you're dead. dead. You have to spend yeah. at least a quarter, I believe, of your available resolve points, maximum of three to stabilize. Right. It's, or it's your, very your maximum? No. A quarter uh, of your maximum? 
Uh, yeah, a quarter of your maximum right. resolve points. Yeah, yeah. Uh, to a maximum of three. Yep. Yeah, yeah. I um I think that the mechanic in general, from a narrative perspective, is basically like the more that you exert your energy during that day to do really difficult things. If you then go unconscious, you have nothing left to keep yourself alive. It drains. And you just die. So either you are precious with your uh, your energy that you have you know, in your body during the day, and then you could stabilize if you went unconscious. Or if you lay it all on the line, you could just die if you even hit zero. Yeah. So it's like, uh, leave it on the field or not, you know? Who's going to be the first to go? <laughs> so, I mean, I don't know. We'll see. When you get into, like, real combats, I just think... Oh. Ten episodes in, someone's dead. Guarantee? <laughs> Guarantee. Uh, yeah, so Dr. Frischla, he takes a look at her um, at her wounds. He busts out his basic med kit. Uh, he's going to take a pass with uh, with it. And that is a DC-25 medicine check with this particular piece of equipment. Um, and that is a failure, so I'm not able to cure I can, this. I also, ha- sicker. I also have medicine. <laughs> um, 24. Medicine. Still a failure. Medicine. Check, yeah. <laughs> Who's the doctor now? <laughs> and you, you have an actual med kit which gives you a bonus to your medicine check. No, oh. it's uh, it, the the DC of the treatment task is governed by the kind of equipment you're using. Ah. So same with engineering, right? Yeah, yeah. So so since it's a basic med kit, it's a DC twenty five. And if I exceed the DC by five, I have to get to add my intelligence score to the amount of healing ah, points healed. Very cool. Yeah. Um, Come here, doctor. Don't be afraid. All right. And Cresco, <laughs> Cresco will lay a, lay a hand on on, on Doctor Friss's arm, and over the next and in the next ten minutes, I heal you five hit points. Oh, thank you. That's oh. me. Yeah. It's kind of like in Guardians of the Galaxy where Drax like pets Aww. Rocket. Yeah. Yeah. So see he. He flinches at first, but then he's like, ah. Yeah, now you feel, now you feel pretty damn good. Yeah. So you want to head to the Lorespire complex. Yeah. Lorespire. Yeah. Uh, and figure out uh, who this Chizkisk is. Can we get an Orange Julius on the way? Uh, sure. There's, <laughs> a, right, there's a stand. It's a, it's a Dairy Queen Orange Julius. <laughs> Some of you want a Blizzard. You can have a Blizzard. Oh, Butterfinger Blizzard. <laughs> uh, <laughs> all right. So locating the Lorespire complex, even though not all of you are from here, is pretty straightforward. Um, Sounds like it's a big pointy tower. Yep, and uh, McCullough and Mac, you yep. you would know where it is if you uh, live here. And uh, it's in Absalom Station's ring sector. As you travel over there, it probably takes about twenty five minutes. Um, there are little like shuttles you can take boom, 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 that'll get you there uh, faster to get to the ring sector. And you see up in the distance, it's a uh, like a campus, almost like a college campus. There's multiple buildings, a quad uh, room. Yeah, there's a quad. <laughs> Guys are playing. Uh, Frisbee, ultimate frisbee, ultimate frisbee. <laughs> hacky like, sack, yeah, hacky sack, but it's like it's space frisbee, <laughs> <laughs> it's ho- hollow frisbee. It Is smells there? like space marijuana. <laughs> <laughs> Is there like a, a a simulated sky and there's like buildings and stuff? Is that how it works or? Yeah, around the campus, it's like uh, uh, the the light is uh, you know like simulated sunlight, uh, simulated and... sunlight, and then simulated night as well. Okay, uh, yeah, different sectors cool. of Absalom Station will have different. Uh, 
accommodations for that. Like yeah. some sections are just like if you go into the spike, it's probably perpetually night in most yeah. of those places. They don't like bother dark, with doing dingy, artificial environments like right. that. All Blade Runnery like back alleys. Yeah. Whereas up here they want to let's make go it, there. Yeah. <laughs> whereas up here they want to make it look nice and 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 attract people to join the Starfinder Society. So yeah, right now it's a bustling uh, a bustling campus. Uh, Ooh, and, I can hear it now if I if I close my just eyes. Just imagine. Just yeah. imagine. And you see up in the distance the eponymous spire. You guys make your way towards that building, the main building, the Lore Spire Complex, and you go inside. Huge lobby with a uh, uh, an enormous, oversized uh, reception desk with just one uh, woman behind it, a human woman. What do you do? I don't get along with the hairless apes. You, you oh. talk. You talk. <laughs> Me neither. All right, That's I walk up to them. I unsettled people. Welcome to the Starfinder Society. What's your business with us? <laughs> Hi, we're looking for um, we're looking for accommodation. Is that why? Okay. No, we're not this here for accommodation. A <laughs> <laughs> I think you're in the wrong no. place. Apparently, Chris like elbows her in her thigh. Uh, sorry, sorry. So it's, it's, I haven't What's been the guy's name? Chizkiss. Chizkiss. We're looking. Chizkiss. We are looking we're for, looking for a Jizkiss. Well, that is not this kind of establishment. Absolutely, come to the wrong place. There will be no Jizkisses in the Starfinder Society. Oh my goodness. Gravy. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. So I haven't confused. been sleeping for a while. Jizz um, kiss. Chi- chi- uh, um, the android will Chiz-kiss. pronounce the name correctly. It's pronounced chiz kiss. Chiz kiss. Do you have a meeting? No. We have a dead star finder. But I have this plumber. A dead star finder? Get out of here. <laughs> we have urgent business. We have urgent business. And, urgent I'm sure, bus- and I'm sure he would like to see us. And she rolls a diplomacy. 24. Let me see if they're available. Uh, Please wait over in this uh, waiting room here to the side, and I'll check with them uh, right away. Thank you so much. And she just kind of points to a uh, little waiting room uh, that is pretty large in comparison to... uh, other waiting rooms. Can we? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know where I was going with that. We all have a long history with waiting rooms. Yes. And this, this is right up there. Well, you guys know waiting rooms. <laughs> this one. It's this beautiful, though. Think like uh, you, you look outside and out the window and you see uh, the fake sky and people milling about like little vehicles flying by the mm-hmm. screen. Do they have a... Uh, uh, like headline news showing on a TV or something? Uh, no, no TVs in this waiting room. Okay. Magazines? I thought you were saying, no, only Fox News. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> There's, uh, yeah, their magazines, Jizz Kiss Weekly. Who <laughs> 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 left this out? <laughs> All the pages are stuck together. <laughs> he picks it up. I think she lied about this establishment. <laughs> <laughs> she did seem pretty defensive when you brought it up. Jizz Kiss Quarterly. <laughs> the Jizz Kiss Review. <laughs> Oh, you young Oh, we're having fun. Uh, I was a bigger fan of Kreska it. immediately just sits down, squats, and uh, go and starts to meditate. Starts to meditate. Uh, right in the middle of the floor. Right in the middle of the floor uh, while you guys uh, finger through the magazines. Several minutes later, a functionary enters and uh, says, oh, right this way. And just leads you through long corridors. Human. Functionary? Uh, yes, another human. Leads Hello. you through all these long corridors. Has the uh, Starfinder Society insignia on him as well. Uh, he's very well dressed, but you can tell he's not like a, a big deal. Uh, leads you through a lot of corridors. You don't know if you're going up or down. And eventually he leads you to a door that is slightly ajar. He uh, he knocks on it like, and uh, opens it. You don't hear a voice that says, like, come on in. 
opens it, and it's a pretty cluttered but relatively clean office deep within this complex. There is a tall figure standing at the window with uh, their back to you. Um, and you hear a voice uh, that sounds incredibly close to all of you, considering the distance of this creature. Please help yourself to some refreshments and make yourselves comfortable. And you look over and there's a table with uh, probably filtered water and like processed protein wafers. <laughs> and oh. then there are chairs all around this Hold out all the stops for us. messy <laughs> desk. Huh. Uh, Dax will sit down. Mac will, too. Frisk goes over and starts picking through the wafers. He <laughs> <laughs> shoves some in his cheek pouches for later. Kreska <laughs> selects one wafer and very calmly swallows it whole. Mishan? Mishan's really eyeballing this person and uh, is just kind of very wary of anyone in authority because Mishan might be on the run. So can Mishan do a quick perception check? Sure. Uh, probably won't know anything about him with a eight. Yeah, don't know anything, but uh, seeing you see something looks similar to your antennas mm. coming out of the front of his or her face. Yeah. Um, kind of like moving back and forth and whatnot. And so once you're all seated, uh, Chizkisk turns around and he looks like this. He is a Sheeran. Huge eyeballs with probably multiple lenses. Well, they look like um, bugs. Right, these are bug people. Insectile people. And he continues talking, and you realize his mouth isn't moving. He is communicating telepathically with every single one of you. Whoa. And so most likely when the uh, functionary knocked on the door, he said, come on in, but just to the functionary. Uh, huh. Cool. Uh, I'm sorry I cannot welcome you to Absalom Station under better circumstances. I assure you that such attacks are not a daily occurrence, though I realize that is likely small comfort to you. I am pleased that none of you were seriously hurt, but I grieve for Doravor's death. He was a valued member of the society and a friend. May the Lady of Graves be kind in her judgment of his soul. The Sheeran then bows their head momentarily and then looks up again. Hmm. Their compound eyes just glittering at all of you. <laughs> Antenna going back and forth. Ugh, creepy. What puzzles me is the reason behind this attack. Chizka just like taps a few commands into their computer. According to the incident report just released by station security, two gangs were involved in the attack. The Downside Kings and the Level 21 crew. Did you hear about this from the officers on site? They seemingly were not aware of the Level 21 crew. They did know the Downside Kings were involved. That is not very strange, as the Kings tend to wear their emblems rather braggadociously about them, Hmm. whereas the Level 21 crew is not as ostentatious. Now... I don't know where all of you are from, but gang wars are not uncommon on the station. But they normally confine themselves to the more lawless sectors, like the puddles. Hmm. 
It is rare for street gangs to battle openly in public areas like the docks. I cannot help but wonder whether all is as it seems. There must be a reason why these two gangs were at Docking Bay 94 at that exact time, the time of your arrival, coincidentally. But was it a coincidence? Were you and Duravor just innocent bystanders caught in the crossfire? Or might you and he have been specifically targeted? And if so, why? And he just kind of looks at you all back and forth. The dwarf took a laser bolt right in the neck. Tough shot to make if you're doing it accidentally. Hmm. Very curious indeed. Seems like too perfect to be an accident. They spent most of their time attacking each other and not us. Curious. I do not know much about either one of these gangs, but perhaps they have an outstanding quarrel with each other. Is there another event happening currently at the Absalom Station, and this is just merely a distraction? There is always much and more happening, but I do not concern myself too Hmm. much with that, as I have a great deal of Starfinder Society business to attend to. Speaking of which, it is my understanding that each of you were interested in becoming Starfinders. Is is that the case, that or is, was I misinformed? That is true. That is true. Yes, that is correct. Ah. Well, I'm wondering, since you were all witnesses to this attack, and it seems like myself, along with all of you, believe that this may not just be a coincidence, would you perhaps be interested in investigating the incident on behalf of the society? Maybe find out exactly what happened and why. Maybe it was simply a matter of being in the wrong place at the wrong time. I have no doubt station security will rule it so. But if Durvor was murdered, I would like to find justice for my friend. At the same time, this will give you the opportunity to demonstrate your own skills and abilities and show the society that you are worthy of the title Starfinder. Credits roll. (laughs) (laughs) Starfinder. Uh, Meishan wants to know, what is the Sharon's name again? Chizkisk. Oh, Chizkisk. Right, not Chizkisk. Chizkisk. (laughs) Do do we know, like, have we been told any kind of, like, rank or position? Besides Uh, from, like, in authority? You can roll a perception check uh, on to see if there's any sort of insignia. Seventeen. Yeah, middle middle management. Twenty-three. Oh, uh, yeah, middle management. Middle management. Good. Chizkis, could you tell me a little bit more about Duravor and any type of entanglements he might have had? I know he's your friend. I don't mi- wish to speak ill of the dead, but perhaps he was in over his head with gambling debt or something similar. I never knew him to be a, a gambler, but to be honest. Not many knew much of Duravor. He had no family on the station that I know of. Few close friends. And, to my knowledge, no known enemies. Why was he selected to be the one to meet us at the docking bay? Do you know why? 
Well, he's a mid-ranking member of the society. Um, most of his work focused on mineral prospecting, but he also took an interest in mentoring new and prospective members of the society, such as yourselves. He enjoyed that part of his job the most, I think. Do you know which assignment that was going to be our assignment that he was going to assign us to? Oh, wow, I said assignment three times. <laughs> um, Chiz gets us impressed. <laughs> three times? Ooh, you, already know, you already know the lingo. I see someone has a word of the day calendar. <laughs> Today um, was A. <laughs> it was my understanding that he would do as he normally did, introduce you to Absalom Station, show you around the campus, and make you acquainted with procedure before setting you out on your first mission. Unfortunately, with his death, your first mission, as it were, will be the investigation of said death, if you are willing to take part. Right. Did we see who it was, which side that actually took the shot that killed him? Did we notice? I think I did roll a perception on this, right? And we, I think you did. We saw like, we could see what direction the shot came from. I believe so. And I can't remember what the answer was. Yeah, I can't remember if you hit the perception or not. I did. You did. I think. I think it... Let's just say we did. I say we did. Do you guys remember? Uh, me and Matthew, I think we saw them... Crap. We remember the side, but at that point, I believe we had not done... We didn't know they were the downside kings or the crowns. Right, point. right. So at that time, I think you think it was coming from the kings. Okay. You're not 100% sure, but I think you think it came from that direction. Can Great. I Can I do a culture check on the other gang to see if I know what about them? Uh, yes. All right. Uh, 21. 21. So the level 21 crew. Um, hey. 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 <laughs> I hope that was a DC 21 You're check. now the leader of the level 21 <laughs> All crew. All right. I did it. Yeah, the new boss. So long, suckers. Uh, similar to the Downside Kings, their illicit undertakings limit their the gang's public presence, but you do, you have heard of them. Um, they're a street gang that claims, unsurprisingly, level 21 of Absalom Station's CD lower decks uh, in the spike. They are spikers, too. Their uh, known criminal endeavors tend to be more focused on theft, fencing stolen goods, gambling, maybe a little prostitution, racketeering, and smuggling. Not so much much extortion or murder for hire or anything like that. Still bad guys, but they're not, uh, they don't seem to be killers, whereas the downside kings are known to be a little bit more rougher, rougher around the edges. But again, that's all you really know of them. Finding out more about them is going to be important, but that's going to require like talking to people footwork yeah the reason why i asked about the uh, dwarf's mission is because what what if it's something they want they want to stop us from doing oh like, yeah that makes sense we yeah. should yeah we should maybe we can do a little poking around and figure out what Dervier was up to yeah exactly. if he's, uh, so is there a way that we could like take a look at his office his personal uh effects that something like records, uh, that, that would be a good way to place to start i think yeah they already conducted said search when they learned of his death and unfortunately they didn't find anything you notice he keeps saying they over and over again. Yeah. And it's like a Sheeran thing. There are three different oh, yeah, sexes. Yeah. There's male, female, and host. Mm-hmm. So right. he's referring to himself as they. And the receptionist kept saying, they will be right with you. They. Oh, um, wow. So it can be a little confusing, but okay. that's what he's saying. Like, he already did that. And there was nothing in there. Unfortunately, Duravor didn't even use his office that much. He kind of just worked 
uh, doing this thing. He was like an orientation guy at, at uh, Fresh for Freshmen in college. <laughs> um, oh, it's so sad. But, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, he, it's also funny because the exact same thing happened to me in my college orientation. <laughs> week. Shot by a laser through the neck. Yeah, there's just this massive gunfight broke out. You can't even see it anymore, Skid. It really healed up nicely. It went, yeah, it actually. He I got a lot of bed rest. You know, Chiz Kiss is like, you know, Absalom Street Gangs are not my specialty, unfortunately. And all of our suspicion regarding Creel's death is just that, suspicion. It will be up to you if you are able and willing to find proof, if any exists. Um, I will give you my personal comm code so you can call and report anything if necessary. But unfortunately, for the most part, you will be on your own. Do you have lodging here on the station? Well, apparently not. We <laughs> <laughs> asked. <laughs> the Dax will kind of jump in here and be like, I'm afraid that my skill set does not lend itself to investigation. Of course, I'd be happy to help in any way possible. But Dorovor was aware that I had been hired as a pilot. That is the skill set that I was intending to be paid for. I'm afraid I have no money and no lodgings, so there must be some way for me to help, but I need to make sure that I am paid, otherwise I will have to get a job elsewhere. Listen, Chuba, you're pretty good with that thing there, and he points at the gun. He's like, you handle that, and I can handle the investigation. This is my specialty. Don't worry about that. You take care of me, I take care of this. And if you... I can do that. And if you do end up becoming a Starfinder, it is important for you to know that all of your skills will be at use. No doubt Durvor took an interest in you because of your piloting skill. That may very well come in handy someday, but for the time being, you need to work on expanding all of your skills if you wish to be a great Starfinder. In the interest of compensation... I can give you uh, some credits right now to help you in your investigation. He like taps on his computer and you guys all get a ring on your comm unit that he just transferred 200 credits to each of your accounts. Oh, nice. nice. All right. Yeah. Now I'm in. I am in for the investigation. So, so is that a per diem or is that a one-time payment? It will be a, a one-time uh, payment. Consider it a signing bonus plus expenses. Um, Perhaps you could suggest lodging. For us. Um, yes. Well, Mac actually has an, a house where her family stays, but she doesn't want to go there uh, for different reasons. So, um, I don't know. Does it make sense? Should she, she should stay She's with crash in a hotel with the new party? Yeah. You are <laughs> welcome to stay at your own home, but you may find it uh, necessary to remain with your party. Yes. It is my understanding. That <laughs> Did you... she say that out loud? No, in third I probably, person? I probably shouldn't. <laughs> Mac has a house, but she doesn't want to go home. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> I just want to make it clear that she has a house, but but uh, but yeah, yeah, just so people know that I don't want to go there. I suggest that you get settled on the station before starting your investigation. Um, if some of you live here, you may want to be at home, but you may find it important to get to know each other better since you will be working together at least on this mission uh may i recommend a small hotel called the moons of sleep it is located just a short walk from the parks and towers of the eye it is centrally located and has both efficiencies and suites available furthermore the moons offers discounted lodging to starfinders who book rooms for at least a week's stay i think you'll find it 
both accommodating and affordable. May it not be unwise for us to visit and stay at a Starfinder Inn, well known by perhaps these street gangs if we are being targeted? Ah, a, a good a good point. I think you'll find it quite safe, though, where it tends to be occupied by many Starfinders. There's probably no safer hotel on the station. But yes, you are wise to watch your back if you were the target of these attacks in any way. They may still be out to get you. And a gang that takes a risk like that is unlikely to stick their head out again for quite some time. Yes. That remains to be seen. If that is the basis of speculation. We don't know, but I think I could really, after being shot twice, I could really <laughs> do it for a short rest. <laughs> I do know that Duravor spent some time at the Moons of Sleep. They have a bar attached to it. I know we could not offer you more information on him, but perhaps you could find a friend or a barkeep that would know more information about The first him. thing I would like to seek out is a nice glass of Akitonian brandy. I'll have to go to their website to see if they serve that. <laughs> <laughs> he says telepathically. <laughs> I think I think it sounds wise to go to this this hotel and together and like, get to know each other. If everyone's interested in joining this investigation, I for sure am very interested in to find out what happened and why. If we're being targeted, I would like to figure out why. I'm with you, hairless ape. Oh, Jesus, you should see my armpits. <laughs> <laughs> Mostly hairless ape. I would like to find out who it was that was taking a shot at me. I agree. If there are no further questions, you have my comm code. Feel free to contact me at any time if you find out any information. In the meantime, good luck. Hopefully, future Starfinders. <laughs> and you go back out the functionary was waiting outside he leads you back through all these halls ba, 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 ba. you see the receptionist again and you are back outside the campus uh, the artificial uh, day is starting to turn more to night um, but you're not too far away from the eye another section of Absalom Station that is as Chizkisk said uh, very centrally located a great place to not only lay your head, but begin an investigation. What are the things that you want to start looking at right now? I mean, let's just start, let's talk this out. What are the things that you want to get into as you're walking to the moons of sleep? Well, I think, I thought it would be a good idea to check out our contacts, Creel's Creel? Is that his name? Dorval Creel. 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 I was thinking it would be a good idea to check out his background, his situation, but I, we were kind of dissuaded from doing that. So, but we definitely have to check out the gangs. We have to investigate that. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, we can try to. I mean, we could try to gather information on Dorvor, right? Yeah, at, absolutely. At the hotel, Mishun's mm-hmm. uh, going to suggest to the rest of the party. Perhaps we should use part of our two hundred credit bonus signing bonus to purchase ourselves disguise kits. We were, after all, seen by one of the surviving gang members. If we mm. are to infiltrate their criminal network. I'm a bit difficult to disguise. <laughs> but you could be a Gila monster instead of an iguana. <laughs> no, that's a good idea. That yeah. is a good idea. How much is a disguise kit? 
200 credits. Yeah. <laughs> Pass. Pass. I gotta eat. I gotta eat. So we're walking towards the hotel, getting to know each other, perhaps? Yeah, just, you know, just like uh, Dr. Frist was doing, just talking it out. No. Like, all right, we obviously want to try and find out more information about Durango right. Creel, and you want to find out more information about the gangs. That's kind of all you got to go on right yeah. now. That's the only yeah. leads that I think, we have. Yes. I think... Um, I think, God damn it! I forget his name again. I don't want to say that. <laughs> Chizkisk. Chizkisk. I think uh, they had a point regarding uh, talking to the bar bartender. I mean, when people, I, I was something I noticed with dwarfs is that they tend to they tend to spill when they have had a few drinks. That so is we true. They are normally quite taciturn, in my experience. Mm. But they get a few drinks in them, and they will. Uh, they will spill. They will speak to a bartender. Um, so that is that is a possibility. A place yes. to start. Perhaps we, while I do think getting a dis- disguise kit might be something we should look into, getting into the mess of, uh, of pretending to be gang members might be a little bit too dangerous before we know more. Well, perhaps also we, ki- we did kill five of the six combatants. Our reputations might precede us. Perhaps yeah. they will be dissuaded from an attack like that in the near future. Right. We can't hope. But we should make our way to the hotel and see if they know anything about anything. Right. Dax is uh, not really offering much. He's trying to keep an eye out if there's any trouble. But in doing so, he's just com- he's super just floored and amazed by Absalom Station and the amount of diversity and activity and all this stuff. Because he spent most of his time just in a cargo hauler for years, just back and forth and back and forth. And he would see people from time to time but uh, in the diaspora, but he was never in an, a metropolis like of this nature. And so he's definitely taken aback by the styles of like the clothing and the hair and the, uh, you know, just the different variations that people, uh, he's just never seen anything like it. He's only ever been around miners, basically, um, at a mining operation. So. Well, if uh, Friss like sees this, he sees you looking around. It's like, oh my God. And he like, comes up next to you and he says that don't let them don't let these people intimidate you Chuba they're just people like you and me no matter what they think there there Dax I'll show you around someday when we have more time I'll show you around my home my home station yeah. please I would like I went that to college much. here uh, this is a typical college town <laughs> everyone look down there knows that people like you and me but it's okay that you'll is be okay you stick with me you'll be off. you'll be fine I do not agree with that sentiment, but <laughs> let's uh, disagree to accept it or whatever. That's it. <laughs> let's disagree to agree. <laughs> I won't agree to that. <laughs> so you guys are bullshitting your way on the way to the eye, and the eye, McCullum would know, maybe you guys have heard of it as well. It's the central dome of the station that houses most of the like upscale residents, uh, large, large businesses, and the more prominent organizations that keep Absalom Station um, the hap- most happening place in town. <laughs> and you, when you get there, if it's your first time there, you feel like, okay, yes, it was uh, an unnatural occurrence for there to be a gang fight on Dock 94, but you cannot see that happening here. So you feel uh, a momentary bu- uh, like relief, at least. Like, okay, maybe we'll be safe here, especially if there's a lot of Starfinders at the Moons of Sleep. And sure enough, up ahead, you see the Moons of Sleep. Uh, you are greeted at the door. You, you, are, you have some options. It's 16 credits per week for an efficiency or 50 credits per week for a small two-bedroom suite. You guys can get whatever you want. I don't need much room. 
I will have the sweet. <laughs> <laughs> so McCullen gets her own sweet. Wow. Her own two bedroom sweet. No, I can bring the I can bring the La Junta with me. I would uh, love to spend some time in some more comfortable accommodations. I'm sure we'll be strange bedfellows, but good ones. Uh, I would prefer the cheaper option. <laughs> I don't need much comfort. I don't need a I don't need a bed. Uh, do you, can you share in efficiency? I'm trying to think. Can, you share, can we all share the two-bedroom suite? I can definitely... I can share with anyone. Yeah, you can share with anybody. I feel like the two... I mean, I don't see why... Uh, what's her name? The Vesk? Kreska. Kreska. I don't see why Kreska and Dax can't share an efficiency if she's not using the bed. And yeah, and you can fit the Yusoki in there as well. Uh, yeah. <laughs> right, so Kreska, Dax... Like a storage area, <laughs> like a closet or something. Kreska, yeah, Dax, get a shelf and the, the mouse man can just split in efficiency. Yeah. You guys can split the money, uh, you know, 16 credits between the three of you for a week. <laughs> and then um, Mac and Meishun, they're going to get their own uh, two-bedroom suite. <laughs> <laughs> so awesome. And you'll split the cost for 25 credits each. Yeah. I'm an Ahsoki. We're used to like 12 to a bed anyway. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Kreska's lived in a cell for the past 16 years. Yeah. She's going to be fine. Yeah. Dax basically lived in a locker. So <laughs> so we're paying up front, so we should subtract out Yeah, 25, 25 each for credits. the ladies, uh, not including Kreska, and then we'll say five each uh, for you. One oh. of you have to pay that extra credit. That is great. Uh, and that'll get you a week, uh, which is kind of nice. That's great. Um, it's still day one in our world. Don't forget, if anyone's tracking days, because I won't. <laughs> Ten episodes in, I will forget. Day one. Uh, all right, so you guys check in. It's 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 good to be night now. It's the end of the day. You're not going to be able to do much, uh, you know, investigating on the streets. But there is a bar if you want to go down and check it out. Yeah, definitely. I would like to go down hit the bar. I will keep an eye out for you. So Dax is basically just going to do bodyguard sort of duty at the bar. Like he's going to keep an with eye with the heavy artillery. Yeah, gun. he's just going to yeah. stand in the back with a heavy artillery gun, watching Doctor Friss, making sure there's nobody's giving him any trouble. It's just absurd <laughs> that you would walk into a hotel lobby bar <laughs> with a huge artillery laser. <laughs> it's the wild, wild, wild west. It's a, yep, it's a fantasy. <laughs> uh, does everyone join, or does uh, Mac and Meshun call it a night? Um. Mac's going to have a bubble bath. No. Uh, <laughs> I no. would actually like to go with Mac because it's a, I don't like to talk to these people. I want someone there who can. Right. No, I, I, like I, I was kidding. Uh, she'll she'll join the, the, the family. Excellent. Meishun's going to take an extra half hour uh, with her specialty grooming kit for Lashunta's. It's called Lashunta's Choice. The Lashunta's <laughs> Choice. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of you guys are Dapper Dan, man, but uh, you know I'm a Lashunta's choice. Uh, and I'm a she, Dapper Dan, man, and as because you, you're worth it. And as you see her, <laughs> as you see her descend the stairs, you forget that the Moons of Sleep is kind of a shoddy, uh, poorly maintained, you know, low budget establishment. And you see, she's wearing a very fashionable and beautiful dress. For the evening. Oh, wow. She walks down the stairs, and uh, if you were to pass by her, you would smell that she has increased the amount of pheromones she is producing. Oh, oh. It's like she's all that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. All right, so this motley crew. Kiss of, me. Uh, <laughs> heavily <laughs> armed. That's exactly what I was thinking. <laughs> I was like, I should sing it. Yeah. Slow motion comes down. Yeah. Kiss me. <laughs> Just kiss me. <laughs> Just kiss me. Oh, Jesus. Oh, my God. Oh, no. And there went a whole bunch of Oh, forgive us. She whips her hair around. <laughs> takes her glasses off. <laughs> she was beautiful. Oh, <laughs> 
Never mind the fact that she's been a Hollywood actress the entire time. I know. It's Rachel Lee Cook, the most beautiful woman on earth. <laughs> all right. So you guys all, all, all show up heavily armed and heavily perfumed uh, to this bar. And, and don't think Maz Isley Cantina. I know I, you probably want all the bars to look like that. Bum, this bum, is, bum, 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 this bum, is much. Uh, it's I like a Marriott. Say, it's like a Marriott. It's like a Marriott. Is it crowded? Like, like a courtyard by Marriott. A court, okay. <laughs> right. Is it crowded? Uh, it's pretty crowded for Friday. So last call is 9.15 p.m. <laughs> no, it's Friday night. Last call is 1. Um, Black Eyed Peas are playing in the background. <laughs> Let's get it started in here. That's gonna be a good night. Trying so desperately to establish an atmosphere. <laughs> uh, and and it's, it's a pretty good mix. Mostly humans. But there are some dwarves. There are some gnomes. You see oh. uh, more Lashunta. Uh, you don't see any Vesks. Uh, and there might be Vesk a, is there the might be Vesk. Vesk You don't see any Vesk uh, There might be Yosoki about But they're so small You can't see them uh, <laughs> hey. every, You know There's a lot of hubbub going on The record doesn't scratch When you walk in Everybody looks at you This is business as usual Some of these people in the room May be Starfinders uh, Some not There's a bar It looks like there's one Older male bartender I think De La Junta Should talk to the bartender um, I was going to say it should be you. But, right, but I mean... But I now, I, uh, she, I, she might be able to charm him in a way that you possibly can't. No offense to you. Oh, right. I'm fine with either one of us lovely ladies taking the lead. We are, of course, staying together in the same room, so I wouldn't want us to go to bed angry at one another. Um, I think I can take you with me, and I'll do the talking, and you do the looking. Okay, so you're my <laughs> pimp, for lack of a better term. <laughs> you're my bottom bitch. <laughs> <laughs> this is terrible. <laughs> so, Mason and Matt. She's like our Robin Quivers. Like, she can say stuff that none of us can get on with. That's true. Yes, it's my magical power. <laughs> Mason and Mac go up to the bar. I mean, yeah. if you guys want to join happy to, happy to go. And then what are the other three of you doing? <laughs> uh, I'm watching the door and just sort of trying to yeah, keep a low profile except for my enormous gun. Dax okay. just pulls out a can of WD-40 and starts spraying parts of his body. Kreska, what are you doing? Kreska uh, sits on the table and starts to meditate. That's she gets so strange. weird. Look, the bouncer comes over. Get off the table. Honey, <laughs> honey get off the table. She opens, <laughs> she opens her eyes and just says... <sighs> <laughs> All right, you can stay on the table. Uh, and Dr. Friss. Uh Dr. Friss is going to saddle up to the bar next to them, and he's going to order a drink and just sort of keep an eye, like use his sense motive to gauge the uh, conversation without entering it necessarily. Right. Okay, there are three customers sitting at the bar. There is a pretty heavy set human woman uh, that looks like uh, she's been there since happy hour. She's pretty, uh, pretty hammered. Uh, and there is like a strange, I almost think like a space kobold type creature uh, sitting there just uh, drinking something and smoking out of a long pipe. And then there is a kasatha man. Uh, you would assume man. Looks like a man with a long pointy head, forearms, a drink in each hand on the arm. <laughs> and of course, in typical kasatha fashion, a mask over his face. Mm. And they're all kind of like... They're the main customers at the bar. You guys sidle up to the bar, and the bartender is busy serving another customer, but you see a uh, television, like a hollow screen, right above the bar, and uh, it's playing a news report. And on the news report, you see a 
space creature that is uh, green uh, with like segmented eyes that come out of its head, like these long tubes with the eyes at the end of it. Do you know what I mean? Eye stalks. Yes. Eye stalks. Mm. Uh, but he's got like a. Uh, a suit on and <laughs> like a reporter's coat. So Futurama. Like by far the biggest news of the day continues to be the arrival of the derelict ship Acreon a few days ago. And of course the whereabouts and fate of its missing crew and the nature of the mysterious drift rock the ship brought with it. Rumors and speculation are rampant. If you ask this reporter, well... Don't ask me what I think, because I think it's pretty nefarious business. We're going to talk about this more at 11, along with a fun lasagna recipe. <laughs> this is Roger Glipglorp reporting. <laughs> <laughs> Bartender comes over to you and says, what'll it be? Oh, oh, uh, I think I'll have a brand. Uh, cherry. Uh, cherry. <laughs> You want a maraschino cherry? (laughs) He places one on the bottom. A single maraschino cherry. That'll be 200 credits in a ladies' No, but like old ladies' liquor. Like, isn't that cherry? Cherry cordial? Yes. Of a seven and seven. Seven. (laughs) (laughs) Just have a whiskey sour. (laughs) All right, all right, all right. A gin fizz. A gin fizz. All right. What about you, young lady? Are you old enough to drink? I am, and I'll have a Castrovellian sunrise, mm. dirty, with extra olives, please. Oh, a lady who knows what she likes to drink. Mm. Uh, I see another little head over there. Is he with you? Oh, of course. That's Dr. Friss, of course. Dr. Friss, would you like anything from the barkeep? Oh, my goodness. Uh, yeah, I would actually love to get a glass of uh, Acatonia brandy. Uh, well, whatever you got, no well. Whatever's on special is fine for me. All right, coming right up. And all of a sudden, Kreska appears behind them and says, And a water. <laughs> oh. <laughs> he gets the water first. There you go. Shakes his, his hand shaking. Many he, thanks. He says, Those drinks will be right up. As he turns around to get the drinks, you hear a crash Ooh. coming from over the direction where Dax is. One of the tables gets upturned and laser pistols are drawn. Whoa. And we'll see you next week. Oh! Oh, oh my god. Space shootout. Yes! <laughs> it's a bar fight. It's a bar fight. Roadhouse. Hey guys, Skid here. You know, I play a rat man on Androids and Aliens, but today I'm asking all of you to do the rat thing and rate and review us on iTunes. It's the best way to help us grow the show. Also, be sure to check out all our other shows at www.glasscannonpodcast.com. Never give up. Never surrender. Androids and Aliens is a Glass Cannon Network production and is an officially licensed partner of Paizo Incorporated. Dead Sons is copyright 2017. Dead Sons and the Starfinder Adventure Path are trademarks of Paizo. All Starfinder images are property of Paizo and are used with permission.